Join us on the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast as we delve into the world of living a luxurious lifestyle as a successful entrepreneur. Our discussions will cover essential topics such as the significance of networking in business, relationship building, leadership, spirituality, luxury travel, empowerment, healthy living, and personal development. We will also talk about how you can leverage your attractive lifestyle and heal and reinvent your life by managing other factors such as mental health, stress, time, and much more. The Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast, hosted by B. Baylor, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Guys, prepare to dive into a world of elegance, success, luxury, and sophistication as the infamous host B. Baylor guides us on a path to experience the essence of a servant leader. Welcome to the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint, powered by Voice America. You can listen in on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Amazon, iHeart, and Voice America. We're also live on Facebook and on the B. Baylor page. So, and you can also call in to 1-866-472-5788. And the episode today is Simply Marita. Yes, Simply Marita, the servant leader. You know, leadership is not merely a role. It's an art, a science, and above all, a responsibility. It's about guiding others through a labyrinth of life and wisdom. Let's get started. So I would like to take this opportunity to welcome Marita Sutton Brown. Before I do that, I want to talk a little bit about her. Marita, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Awesome. Marita, as an entrepreneur, Marita has worked as an interior designer for over 25 years and as a life coach for women for over 15 years. Both businesses has allowed her to serve in many different capacities to satisfy her clients. Her love for art has driven her into creating a nonprofit that allows programs and scholarships to land in the hands of women to start college in the arts. Simply Marita was created as a brand to display her talents to enhance the decor spaces she designs. Her candle line, wood beads, garland, and dinette sets are interior designs that you must have. She has authored a series of books called Availing Through Prayers, Availing Why Fasting, Availing Into Your Purpose. And these were written to support women in creating a relationship with God. She has also ventured into Unleash the Icon Within, a book of like-minded women sharing their iconic being with Marita. Marita has also served as past president of the National Membership Club, Rotary International. She holds her reign title with Miss Corporate America as Miss Florida Corporate America 2024. She's a wife, mother, and she's married to Sergeant David Brown. 
who resides in Lake Nona, uh, Florida. Marita also has a blended family of 19 kids. So let's welcome Miss Marita Sutton Brown, a.k.a. Simply Marita. Marita, I have a question for you. What does luxury mean to you, Marita Sun Brown? I had never, ever been asked that question. Uh, what does it mean to me? Um, I think to me personally, I am luxury. I think luxury is a state of mind. I think luxury is what you see fit to benefit you and the Really? Okay. So, Marita, so let's go deeper. And you said, Marita, you said you are the (laughs) creator of Simply Marita, the servant leader. So let's talk about that, okay? Okay. Well, through all the years of being Marita, um, growing up and wanting to have more, go places, um, not necessarily be as a lot of people I, I encounter with want to be icons and want to be the best of everything. The way that I feel on earth, I mean, just coming from my heart and people who know me know this, <laughs> is I want other people to be happy. Therefore, what I create around me is for others. I love to serve. I love to give. I love to see the expression of people who receive things from me um, that I either created or put together in some form or fashion. So as a servant leader, I think I consider myself that being that all of the leadership um, positions that I've been in in my life, I can go all the way back to high school, the president of Future Business Leaders of America, um, assistant or um, vice president of this, um, always in a leadership position. And now that I've grown to be a grown woman, um, my serving is is simply from my heart of things that I can create with my hands, um, with my mind and writing books. But um, servant leader, it, it's a it's a position I feel or a title that I hold that I can share with the multitude of women around the country, mm. around the world that can glean off of some of my knowledge while I'm gleaning off of some of theirs. Okay, so uh, that's really deep, Marita, and I do have a couple of theories like. Uh, servant leadership. I want to talk about servant leadership. It is a philosophy and a practice that really emphasizes the importance of serving others and promoting their growth and their well-being. And um, is that something you feel that you do for women in general? And then I I just can't get to this next question. So do you feel like that's a philosophy or do you have to practice being a servant leader? Because it's a huge title. Well, I I thought about that question and that question for me, I I, I know how they say a star is born. I kind of think a leader is born. Um, You can't be taught how to be a leader. Some will say, I think 
being a leader is you become that leader from training, but I don't think you can just get a group of people and treat, teach them to be a leader if that's not their heart. Like you're, you have to have a heart of leadership. You have to want to take on the multitudes of women, children, men, or whom it is in front of you to lead. As a leader, you are leading and everyone's not a leader. Um, I didn't really, like I said, consider myself a leader until after I grew up. And it's like all of this stuff I've done has put me in the position to give back. And I, I think a leader's heart is to serve and give back to create the training for leaders to come, especially those that are born to lead. Exactly. Those that, and I have some sort of, I'm feeling some sort of way about, do I know if I'm going to be a leader, if I'm a, you know, a little girl, did I know that? And so as a leader, you, you must, right? Mm -hmm. Modeled behavior you want to see right. in a team. Is that yeah. a true statement, Marita? I mean, I would, I would say, um, I just remember joining cheerleading and I wanted to be captain. Like it's in your blood. It's in your heart. It's in your soul. Mm. It's right. So when I say born, it's that desire in you to know that you have the capacity to give to show, to lead the group. Got so it. as a as a child, yes, I know when school started and we had the opportunity to compete because in, in leadership, there is competition. There's a oh, competition. Gosh, yeah. So <laughs> I've always wanted to, people call me, they're like, you're a strong competitor. Like I have that type. Mm. I'm like, I oh, wow. feel like I'm competing against people. I'm competing mm -hmm. against myself. But that desire to want to lead and show and give and serve, yes, I, I knew that years before it even, you know, transpired into my biggest moment would be cheerleading and being a president and vice president of local clubs like the 4-H club. Um, Got it. FBLA. So, Marita, I'm gonna. I, I want to go, and I want to tell you what I did on Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, really, was hanging out with a bunch of the younger people, uh, especially yeah. like my my grandson. Um, and this was his analogy when I asked him about servant leader. I was telling him about the podcast, and you're coming on, and he said that a good leader is someone who supports and empowers their team members to be great so that you never know who the leader is. What do you think of that? I was blown away. I, was blown away. I, I do. I like, I like that. This was, this was Craig. And so can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear so you. I was, what was the age I, I again? Was, that was 23. Okay. I, I think that that is a good, good analogy and a way to look at right. it, um, that everyone is doing what they're doing and you can't tell who the leader is. That's a big, big um, situation, meaning if everyone is, because there's always going to be those that are in the middle, some that are just don't get it in the crowd. Mm -hmm. um, if we could ever get to that place, because I mean, I'm a football mom. And right. I can use football right now as that, what he just said. Um, and it always goes back to, well, it's the coach's fault. 
because we don't have to see who the coach is. But if we see right. the football team playing and they're doing what they're supposed to do, we got a good coach. If right. the team is out there doing what they want to do and not clearly understanding what the plays are, then it's the team fault. So it's like how the group, I love what he said, and I would want that to be. I would want that to be in every aspect of every being and fiber of right. me that everyone yeah. looks like the leader, but you're going to get four or five in the group that mm, might model I, the coach, that might model the leader. So. And yeah. then the other ones are like, oh, I'm just here for the fun. I'm just here for the responses. I'm just here for the, you know, coffee and donuts. Um, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Because don't, what if you like somebody walks in your office and they ask the simple question and they like, who's in charge here? And you step up and say, how can I help you? That means mm-hmm. that you have empowered your team members that they don't have to run for you. I think of car salesmen where they always have to go back to the G- GM to ask, uh, what, 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 how do we do this? Can we raise the price? Give me the GM. I don't need you running right. back to him. I won't talk to him myself. This is my right. this is me making a deal since you can't make it. And that's what needs to happen. And I know that to be true because my son is the GM. And I was like, mm-hmm. don't you get tired? Mm-hmm. You need to empower mm-hmm. those people to make choices and decisions. And right. so he goes on with something else. But Marita, this means that uh, you are putting the needs of people before your own and leading by example and elaborate on that statement because you keep telling the audience that you pretty much was born a leader, but you got to put people's needs first. Marita, does that sound like you? It does. And you have to have a trait, a trait. There is a, it's a trait. So you're born and then you have these traits. And one of the traits is understanding people. So with me being a PhD psychologist, I'm at dissertation, a candidate to graduate. Um, I took psychology to understand the human behavior of people. So the trait that I have is, yes, I want everyone to succeed in what they believe in and what they have inside of them. Now, I can I can pull it out, but I cannot keep them on that balance because that's their choice. I'm here to make sure and, and put out in the world of the group of people that I'm around that God placed before me. I want to show them that, hey, you have it in you. You can do this. I can lead you to the water, but I can't make you drink. So if you choose to drink it, then let's celebrate in drinking it. Let's celebrate. Now that it's so much of it and and we see so much in front of us, let's share it. Let's share it. Now that we're sharing it, let's make sure we backtrack and let's keep everybody on point in the weeks and months and years to come. So for me, you know, I, I love to lead, but I also love for when I'm leading and I'm teaching and I'm or, and, or preaching and or having a conversation about life, my expectation is that that trait in that human being is receiving what I'm doing and wanting to share and give it back to someone else as well. So it's like a Sweet. cycle. It's like leadership right. is a cycle. It's a cycle. Cool. I like that. I like that answer. Uh, Marita, you were the president, Madam President of the Rotary Club, correct? And yes. How long? 
for two years, two years, wow. two years. It was supposed to gracious. be one year. And yeah. um, so, so Marita, uh, and all of a sudden, I was president of the Rotary Club of Lake Okay. So what leadership skills did you bring to the table for the Rotary and what exactly was your role as the president? Was it to bring in members or to help them brand or do you feel like you branded the Rotary? First, let's go back to the first question. The leadership skills, did, what leadership skills did you bring to the table of the Rotary? Well, with Rotary, it's a business-minded um, people and business owners and, and community. So there were moms and dads and um, mm -hmm. with the board to make decisions okay. for um, the club. Can you, can you okay. hear me now? I can hear you definitely. And so what was your okay. role? So my role was to lead the board to make the correct decisions for our community. And most of what awesome. we did was outreach. It was outreach. So we would have, we would cook for the families that were on a McDonald house. We would pick up litter on the side of the road. We adopted a highway. There was a lot to control as a leader. There was a lot to share as a leader. Um, but there were, the club was made up of a lot of leaders already that in is the so community. Awesome. So right. it wasn't that hard that we needed training. Because we were a group of leaders that cared about our community and the people mm -hmm. that come to us and the people that right. come through the club, the people that join the club. I wasn't necessarily over membership. Uh, we had a membership chair, which is now our president that is leading the club right now. So it, it turned into, yeah, it just turned into, with Rotary, it was a group of leaders. Um, and any and all things that I've done before then was PTA. Um, for 20 years, I was either vice president or president, and um, I rotated that for 20 years while my kids were in school. Now that I'm empty nets, I'm an empty nets with the husband. Um, I led the same way. We led for the community. I'm a very local community person. I am about where I live. I am about the children yes. that I see in the grocery store. I'm about right. the leaders making sure that they come together so that we can maintain cleanliness, friendliness, and some type of, of sharing and caring from church to church, mm -hmm. from school to school in the community. I, I, that's just one of my uh, desired heart-driven purposes. <laughs> so I love it. Uh, wonderful, Marita. Do you feel, Marita, that you have... Uh, taking the opportunity to foster a culture of collaborative people who teamwork, where everybody works together toward a common goal. And what's your take on, and especially with women, I'm huge on working with women. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that space can be very difficult, right? Mm -hmm. And we all know that. But you got to have that collaboration and you got to have teamwork. When one falls, it's almost like you have to pick the other one up. Um, what's your thought on that? 
I I am very open to when I'm leading and I see um, someone falling or I see someone out of connecting with everyone or um, sharing with everyone. Um, I'm that woman. I'm that woman God. that will pull you across the carpet. I can't say head first, neck first or feet first. Um, but I'm going to pull you over and I'm going to go, hey, we really need to discuss this. And this is not the way it should be. And if you mm. think that I'm wrong in saying that, give me the right way. Because what I see is not it. Um, <laughs> oftentimes, it's 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 been what I call hardcore. You know, um, I do have advisors. I do have people that are very near and dear to me and close to me when things are out of order will keep me calm, will advise mm-hmm. me to stay in my lane professionally <laughs> until we're not in front of people I'm sure I'm thinking the president of the United States has to have the same thing, because when you're in a leadership position, there are times where you just feel like I could care less about this position. I really need to say what I need to say and we could deal with the position later. But I've always had advisors and I've had a team of people that catches me. If they see me go astray (laughs) from what it's supposed to be. and they really pride themselves on that. They pride themselves on that saying, you know, I've always been there and, and I can I can help her out a lot. They do. They do. It's, it's, it's a task, though. It is a task. <laughs> it, it really is. And I, I keep going back to um, what my grandson literally was talking about because he's an assistant manager and he struggles uh, because um, there's a team of people that you're empowering them, but sometimes you're having to tell them what to do and what should be done. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's always in the tone of voice and how you come across it. You know, what do you do to get these people to do the job that you're expecting to do? So, um, Marita, we're, we're going to go to commercial. But when I come back, Marita, we're going to talk about the benefits of cultivating a culture of servant leadership. And that includes business owners, women, uh, the engagement events to improve morale. Uh, Mm -hmm. How do you get that um, job satisfaction? And we want to play a little game and give out some characteristics of a servant leader. And you you and I are going to play. We're just going to throw some words out that I feel I have some of those traits. Some of them I can use um, Mm -hmm. help in that department. And so, and then uh, Marita, I think twice about, Mm -hmm. do I want, do I want to be a servant leader? Do I want at my age I don't want to serve anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So what age do you have to be to where you're like, you're done. But if you own those skills and they're embedded in you, they're going to show up. And I have uh, six sisters and they always say, she's going to be telling us what to do. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So I, I cannot wait to dive into this. So let's go to commercial and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint with Simply Marita. And we can't wait to get back to dive into more juicy information. We'll see you in two minutes. 
Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you ready to elevate your business with V Baylor Coaching and Marketing? Looking to supercharge your digital strategy? Look no further. V Baylor Coaching and Marketing offers tailored solutions to help your business soar to new heights. Choose from our exclusive social media packages. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. Contact us today at bbaylor at gmail.com or you can go to the website at bbaylor.net. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The boroughs are New York City. The burbs are everywhere else. Real estate is the ultimate game of risk and reward. It's the biggest investment most people ever make. Fortunes are made over a lifetime and lost in a day. And we're not playing with Monopoly money. How do you stay ahead? Who's buying? Who's selling? And why? What do they know? We want the truth. You need an edge. Burroughs and Burbs is your secret weapon to giving you the insider knowledge and strategies you need to succeed in the high-stakes world of real estate. From Palm Beach to Palm Springs, Manhattan to Malibu, we press the experts to expose the pain, find the deals, and occasionally predict the future. That's Burroughs and Burbs, 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific, because everyone can make money in real estate. Welcome back to the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast with host B. Baylor. Have a question for B or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5787. That's 866-472-5787. Now back to the show. And welcome back. And I have my amazing, beautiful guest. She is super, super stoked about this topic Marita Sud Brown. Marita is someone that I feel everyone needs to be in her company and sit at her table. Marita, would you agree to that statement? Oh, yes, because I love to serve. <laughs> I know. <laughs> The servant leader and uh, and your husband as well loves to serve as well, doesn't he? So you guys pretty much compliment because I see you guys mm-hmm. like hanging out all the time. So I'm going to get, I'm going to dive, God, we're going to go deep and juicy, right? And we're going to um, just throw out some characteristics that I feel are, are beneficial to my business. And then you can go after me, Marita. And the first word that I'm going to talk about is that I have to really practice, but I feel like I'm good at listening. And leaders have traditionally been valued for their communication and decision-making skills. And that is one of my characteristics. You go next. I guess for me, um, I do listen, but I think one of my strong, strong, strong abilities is the comeback to the issues that the people are having. 
So I feel that I've been blessed and I've been through a lot, like, you know, multi-experience diva is one of my titles that, you know, I ask God all the time, why did I go through so much in such a small time? And why did it have to happen to me? Well, now I know. I have the ability to have that comeback for that person that is starving and striving and seeking and searching, you know, after they've prayed, you know, I'm more in the practical, you know, we do our biblical, but I'm the practical side of what people have prayed about and for, especially women. So um, with all that I've been through and experience and travels and the ups and the downs of life, Mm -hmm. I feel that, you know, once I listen and I can do that comeback um, for them and give them something to live with and buy, I, I, that, that's what I feel I'm on this earth for. Okay. So my next one, this is a great game here. My next <laughs> characteristic is I feel um, when I'm listening, I'm healing, um, like healing relationships. It's a powerful force, a transformation. I have this gift of discernment, and I love to really um, heal people when Mm -hmm. I'm listening and talking with them. That's a great characteristic to have. Okay, you go next, Marita. Mine would be when I'm giving out that comeback statement of what they've given me, and I got to come back with something. It's when they get it. It's that aha, like, oh my God, you're talking about me, Marita. Oh my God, you you think I could do this? You think I can be that person, Marita? You think I can actually go out here, use what I have, and give it back to the universe? I'm like, oh, yes, you can. So I think mine being a servant, it's how do you feel after you've been served? And then to get that explanation back from them and seeing a person grow out of what we've shared with one another, whether it's in coaching or mentoring or just a conversation. Um, Mm -hmm. I love to enlighten people with that comeback statement. That's a great word. And I'm like, uh, just, you know, going through the comeback, the enlightenment, the healing. Um, And I, I do feel like I, I am as a business owner committed to seeing women and men or people in general, business owners to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe in them and I, I want them to win. Yeah. And sometimes I, you know, the, the backside of that is that you got to be strong when you want women to win, because what if they win and you are, are you still going to be in that servant leader Role because that's one of the things, Marita, that is so important. And the last one, you go. Okay. Um, servant leader, one of the things I feel that when you leave, you have to go back and, you know, I've given it all. I've said what I had to say, but I want that feedback. And then there's also that making sure that what you gave stick and stay. Right. It has to stick and stay. So how does that happen? It's according to the person. If I led you to the water and you drink, then I'm assuming that when you drink, you can bring that back and share it with others. So, so awesome. 
Yeah. So the next one, uh, Marita, uh, can you repeat that again? So I make sure that that person or group of people that I do lead to the water and they get it, they're excited. I make sure that I get their feedback and that I check on them and make sure that that's, that they're still going down the same path, that they didn't like go back to where they used to be. Because in the job that I do when I coach or um, I'm mentoring, lots of times it's a great idea. It sounds good. They found themselves. But then, oh, you know, you're back to where you were. So I try to make sure that, you know, let's do some checkups, some check-ins, some how do you feel. Just that, that more of the after you've healed them, make sure that the wound or whatever they've been through is really sealed up and, 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 you know, the cocoa butter took the scar away, you know, and that they're, 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 they're enjoying that smooth skin. If I can say that, you know, that cause it's it's a (laughs) lot, life can be cutting. It could be a a, a cutthroat cutting situation. And as a leader, we're there to mend, as you said, and heal and make sure that they stay that way. Marita, I've been in your um, arena and at your table. I do believe that you are a systems thinker and you can navigate around complex environments and you're able to adapt to changes. Elaborate on that. That's a great characteristic to have. I just, I think going through all the different experiences in my life, and um, seeing the world through the lenses that I have seen them, that God has blessed me to see and be in certain rooms and places that I I knew not what it meant then, but I know what it means now as a 53-year-old woman. Um, It's like, I I, I think this is like something I think about all the time. Like I said, God, you, you showed me these things. So if you're showing me these things, then you're going to have me operate out of these things. So being in so many different places, having so many different experiences, that gives me the, you know, I feel safe in being that servant leader and sharing my life with others and acclimating to how they are, you know, taking those courses and psychology for um, human behavior lifespan, understanding the mind and how it works in the different stages of life. Um, Oh, well, they're teenagers. So I understand that. Oh, this is an elderly woman. I understand that. Oh, this is a two-year-old. The capacity of a two-year-old's mind with the capacity of a five-year-old mind, you know, the study of. One of the things Mm -hmm. that I've said, and I use it in my leadership speaking, I believe personally that every human being should take psychology. Why not every human being understand why they do the things that they do? Why, why do they not understand certain things? Why should we have to pay to go to a doctor to tell us this is why our behavior is such and what? I think if we all took psychology, we would understand one another, each other and our own selves. And it would just be a better behavioral situation. You know? um, Yeah. That's how I feel about that. (laughs) Uh, y'all heard it from Marita. You're going to go to the psychology. Marita, we have a caller who has a question. Um, caller, are you there? Yes, I am. Oh, Dr. Bracey. Hey, how are you? What's your question? 
I, my question, I just got in, so let me just stay here for a little bit before I ask a question. Okay, great. Thank you. So, Marita, my next, my next uh, skilled communicator, communication mm-hmm. skill, and we just got done talking with this, mm-hmm. because you will need to ensure you can effortlessly listen before you speak. Mm-hmm. With your team, with the people around you, while also inviting feedback. Because most people, leaders, I don't want to hear that. It's going to be this way or else. Skill communicator. Mm -hmm. That's so important to have those, that particular communication skills. Facts? Right. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good. Go ahead. Because I, I have to so, switch out with sound. Sorry. So the skill uh, that you need to have in order to be that servant leader, now you feel you have those skills because you said so. But are you compassionate? Are you a compassionate collaborator? And that means you have to be a strong leader you need to be consistently able to work with your sisters and your brothers and the people in your team. And so I really want you, and you have to support diversity and inclusion and, and all of that. Let's talk about that in the workplace because that's so important to me. I am very open to everyone's advice and their theory and their thoughts And I'm that leader that enters in and let them speak. So once everyone has said what they had to say and it's on the table, now I come in with a chopping block of, you know, if it makes sense or not. Um, Yeah, yeah, like seriously, let's add to, let's take away, um, let's go with it. Uh, oftentimes as a leader, I'm very quiet. So in that capacity, a lot of people think because I love the hot pink, the bling, and I love to talk. I love to sing and dance and I'm out there, but in a situation in a boardroom and I have a team, it's all, I'm a whole different woman just as mm-hmm. I am as a speaker on a stage in the boardroom. It's about business. And I'm quick to say yay or nay. I'm quick to say that doesn't make sense. I'm quick to say that's not what we're talking about. I'm quick to say I'm the leader. So let me put out what I suggest and y'all work with it. Get back to me. So it's, it's, I'm compassionate to a certain extent because you don't want, you don't want your, your team to feel that you're not leading. You don't want your team to feel that they're doing all the work with the mindset um, so, and, and I know sometimes I can be overbearing. I could, I could take over and just say, you know what, y'all dismiss. I got it. Um, I think my attitude towards your question is when necessary, I can okay. be compassionate <laughs> or not. Facts. <laughs> Let it be known. You guys, uh, we have, uh, Dr. Bracey on the line. Dr. Bracey, would you like to elaborate on that? Because compassionate, I'm I'm a very compassionate leader. As a matter of fact, you know, it's I'll have to rethink it. Can I negotiate? So that's a really uh, good skill to have. I could say I 
we'll collaborate, but it's not going to be in a, it's going to be in a compassionate way. Uh, would you like to collaborate on that, Dr. Bracey? Before allowing me to speak, when I look at yes. compassion, it is an energetic force and that is, emanates from you, from me. And right. compassion is a caring, and it's such a, an energy that people immediately know with whom they're working because of the energy that exudes from that person. Compassion sometimes, some people view it as a weak person. Most Uh people, though, view compassion as a person who is solid in their knowledge, solid in their being, and know who they be all the time. So that, that person then is empowered and able to work with others in a way when things don't seem to be going right, they have a way of being able to speak in an, in a way that with whom whoever they're working with get it. And as I see it, if, if I'm working with a group of people and they're kind of floundering, then we call a timeout so we can get back on track and the be getting back on track that is definitely when your compassion shows because people have ideas and they want their ideas to be heard as well. So how can we take some of their ideas and put it with whatever we're doing? That's, that's how I see it. I love, I love that analogy. What's your take on that, Marita? That's the one thing that I do. I love that. I think I show my compassion and I think my team, um, you know, from Rotary and the new board that I'm creating, um, I do allow everyone's idea to, you know, you, you're setting up a, a hour, two hour meeting. And most of the time, minds are in the evening when everyone gets off work um, serving. I, I serve dinner. You know, I serve some form of drink and eat. Um, you got to feed the belly. You got to feed the mind. Um, my compassion starts at the door. It starts at the door. It starts at the invite. It starts at the, hey, don't worry about, you know, eating. Make sure your your family taken care of before you come. Uh, We're going to have food. We're going to have drinks. Um, Once we sit down, you know, with my group and the way that I lead, um, I want to hear everyone's. I want to hear about their day because I need you to be on point sitting in front of me for this next two hours. Um, I'm very open to the lifestyle of people. This is my leadership. Everyone I know, I know they have a wife, they have kids, they have a job, I know where they work. I don't have anyone on my board that I don't know. I don't do strangers in leadership. I have to know who you are on my team. So I I put forth, um, I hope they listen to this too because we get a kick out of talking about each other. But I make sure I know about them, they know who I am. They know about my son in football. We become at that point more so all of us become servant leaders at that point because I want them to tell me about their day. I want them to tell me if we need to do anything for them. Do they need anything? And then we can open up to the business on the table. And then when everyone's been heard with that, like, for instance, the biggest thing with a team, if we're talking nonprofit, because I coach nonprofit uh, leaders as well, um, is their thoughts, their position, did they do their homework? See, I have no respect if you didn't do your homework. Like, if you didn't do your homework, you can't talk. 
at my meeting because now you're lagging. As she said, you don't have information that's needed for the table talk that day. So it's, it's so many different, when you say compassion, compassion to me goes up and down. Because if I have two people out of 12 come in and didn't do their homework, you just made this whole meeting offset and off balance that we got to add live to what we think you thought we had from you. So it's a, it's just a lot. Um, like I said, it depends on each situation. Um, and I just went more into it, how I, I welcome compassion to my leadership form. And that's through food, drink, family, talk. And now let's get down to business. Once I've lost you and you don't have the business, we have to regroup like she Annette said from that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And that leads us to the next question, um, which is um, most servant leaders lead with moral authority. Who a servant leader. Uh, it's important to establish trust and confidence mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the people that you work with, uh, establish yeah. quality standards. And I think you were talking a little bit about that uh, while delegating responsibility, but fostering mm-hmm. culture, allow for mm-hmm. accountability. I'm big on accountability. Yeah. You know, it, it's respect. You have to have respect for mm-hmm. one another for their process. And when yes. that falls to pieces, that whole servant leadership mm-hmm. goes out the window. Would yes. you agree, Marita? I do. Uh, I do. I'm big um, on respect. The respect and accountability, you know, the accountability for me is, um, you know, doing what you say you're going to do and bringing it to the table. Right. Number two, the respect, um, I, I had a lot of disrespect as a leader. I would never sit here and tell you that, you know, my whole team was 100 because there was a lot of disrespect and to other members in leadership as well. And we dealt with that. But the one thing that I've always been taught from my own mom, and it's her biggest belief of all is integrity. And integrity to me, it encompasses the accountability and the respect because your integrity is all you have. That's all you have to present to me into the world. And that's who, that's how I kind of live my life. I'm assured of who I am and what I bring to the table and how I can lead as a project manager in my own interior design company, as a servant leader at church. I'm on the prayer team. That means I get to pray for precious people that feel they can't pray for themselves. Um, as a disciple that spread God's word, there's just a lot in the leadership realm as a servant leader that I feel I graduated to. It's like, oh my gosh, when we discussed that and we talked about that, that meant so much to me that that I could add certain servant leader to all of the lists of titles that God has welcomed into my life for me to lead in. But um, yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Dr. Bracey. And guys, you know, thank you, Marita. That is amazing. In conclusion, as we conclude the deep dive into authenticity and obedience uh, in a servant leadership, let us remember that leadership is a journey. It's not a destination. It's a continuous process of learning, growing, involving Uh, evolving. And as Marita has shown us, it is a journey that is best undertaken with authenticity, obedience, compassion, love, and kindness. 
that is that is my take on that. So guys, as we come to a close, I love you, Marita. Dr. Bracey, thank, thank you for chiming in uh, that you gave a great analogy. And guys, our next our next guest will be Mr. Alonzo Moore on our Hot Topic channel. And from a man's perspective on healthy relationships, I cannot wait for him to come on November the 14th at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You don't want to miss this because I want to hear from a man about healthy relationships and that encased about everything that you could think of. He's going to bring it and put it on the table. I appreciate you so much, Barita. Thank you thank for you, you. stepping in. Any last words to the audience? Well, I just want to say, I want to thank you. I love this station. And I want to thank you for allowing me to be a part of just sharing, you know, my view on being a servant leader, as I, as you said, live it out with this Maybe. journey of my being here on earth, which I call heaven on earth. This has been an experience and I love this. I love sharing with you. Thank you so much, Marita. Guys, you heard it from the luxury lifestyle blueprint with none other than Marita Sutton Brown. Again, thank you, Dr. Bracey. I cannot wait to see you guys next Tuesday. Have a safe week and a great week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today on the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast with B. Baylor. We hope today's discussion has helped you to make positive changes that will set the blueprint for living your luxurious lifestyle. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.